Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. fiery horse for the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Indian companion Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver, the danger on the trail ahead. It was early Saturday evening when Dr. Harvey Preston arrived in Canyon City. A few curious eyes noted the progress of the spring wagon. Driven by the young doctors, he came to a stop in front of the town's only hotel. Entering the two-story frame building... Preston was aware of the sudden hush in conversation within the lobby of the hotel. I'd like to get a room, please. Yeah? For how long? Well, that depends. Until I can find a house. Yeah. Plenty of houses in Canyon City. Ain't many of them fit to live in, though. Here, sign your name. All right. That'll be a dollar, mister, in advance. In advance. <laughs> All right. Here you are. Yeah. Any other night, you can sleep here on credit. But Saturday night, that's when some fellows get a touch of lead poisoning in this town. Hmm. So I've heard. Let's see now. What's your name here? Preston, eh? 
Dr. Harvey Pratt. Say, are you a doctor? Don't I look like one? <laughs> well, for, what do you know about that? You sure like mighty young to be a sawbones, mister. I hope that won't be against me. You see, I'm going to work here. You don't say. By the way, can I get someone to take care of the team? Well, sure, Doc. I reckon we can fish you up all right. Thanks. I'll be glad to pay you. You the new sawbones, Sonny? My name is Preston. Yeah, pretty fair, Doctor. What's your trouble? I'd like to have you look at a, uh, a sick mule I got over the stables. Um, what seems to be wrong with the animal? Well, I don't rightly know, Sonny. She might be just, uh, just lonesome, maybe. Lonesome? <laughs> I see. Ah. Well, there's only one remedy for a case like that, mister. Yeah? What? Go sit in the store with her and keep her company. <laughs> You fresh young upstart. I have a good mind to... Take your hands off me. Listen, you, you pipsqueak. My name's Taggart, see? Big Taggart. That's me. If I say you gotta go look at my sick mule, you gotta go. In the first place, my friend, I'm not a horse doctor. second place, you haven't got a sick mule. In the third place, I don't take orders from any man in your condition. You do a gun, your hide or bust you in two. <laughs> Maybe that'll teach you some manners. Maybe we can both learn something. I'll kill you for that. I may never hit Big Taggart and live to brag about it. I'll show you. Let me get my hands on you. Crush the daylights out of you. Watch it, kid. Don't let him get his hands on you. Don't worry about that. Got enough, Taggart? I'm going to blow your brains out. Look out. Look out. No, you don't. Not today. Big Taggart sure must be slipping. Uh, he slipped, partner, and fell. Looks like the doc already found himself a patient to work on. <laughs> yeah, you got a nice job of patching to do there, doc. Sorry. I don't like working on coyotes any more than I do on jugheads. <laughs> yeah, and me, I was just asking the kid if he ain't never had no experience. Say, young fella, you want to earn a dollar? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Fine. Come along and give me a hand to carry some luggage up to my room. There we are. You take that suitcase and the small bag there. I'll handle this big one. Yes, sir. Where's the Lone Ranger, Dan? He and Tonto are camped about six miles west, just this side of Stony Ridge. Good. As soon as we get this stuff upstairs, ride out and tell him I'm here. Yes, sir. Tell him I've already had a run-in with Big Taggart. I sure will. And tell the Lone Ranger I'll be waiting for him in my room tonight. Come on, boy. Hustle up with those bags. Folks of Canyon City were asleep when the masked rider of the plains drew his great white stallion to a halt at the rear of the small hotel. At his side, like a grim figure carved in the pale moonlight, sat the stalwart Indian companion Tonto. According to Dan, that should be Preston's room just above us. Ah. And he stay here, watch horses. Yes, Tonto. And if you see anything suspicious, make the signal. Uh, Tonto, keep close watch. <laughs> This is the right room. I should be able to make it by standing in the saddle. Steady, Silver. Mask man. I'm glad to see you. Good to know you got here safely, Preston. Tell me what's going on here. I can only tell you part of it. The rest remains to be learned. I suppose Dan told you about the incident with Taggart. Yes, and with his influence, you'll very likely find that you have several enemies in town already. Fine. 
sooner I learn who those enemies are, the sooner I'll know who I'm after. You'll have to be careful. If they get at all suspicious, you're a dead man, Preston. That's the chance we have to take in this business. Yes, I know. What do you know about Taggart? Only that he operates the stage and freight lines. He has a virtual monopoly on all transportation in the Big Bend country. There have been competitors, though? Yes, but none ever lasted very long. Seems that Taggart isn't fond of uh, competition. Hmm. What about this government stuff he's been hauling? Well, six months ago, Taggart got a contract to haul government supplies from the railroad at Natchez Point to the Army outpost up on Wolf River. Yes? Last week, one of Taggart's wagons left the railroad with a store of new Army rifles and a couple of dozen cases of ammunition. Those rifles and cartridges never reached the Wolf River outpost. Hmm. The guard and wagon driver were found dead. The horses were gone. The wagon burned to ashes. Whoever pulled that job wasn't taking any chances. Every outlaw has to take a chance, sooner or later. Yes, you're right. Frankly, though, I was surprised when you sent for me. Usually, you don't call for help. I sent for you because of your medical training. But you see, Preston, the garden driver on that freight wagon put up a fight before they died. And I have reason to believe that some of the outlaws may have been wounded. There's no doctor here in Canyon City, so... I get it. So as soon as the word gets around that there's a doctor in town, I'm likely to have visitors, eh? Exactly. Well, well, it'll be something of a novelty for Dr. Harvey Preston to be dealing out aid and comfort to a bunch of outlaws. Don't take this thing too lightly, Preston. The men we're up against are cold-blooded killers. We've got to catch them, understand? Yes, I know that. When they looted that freight wagon, they secured enough arms and ammunition to fight an army. Our job is to break up this gang before they can organize or sell those rifles or do whatever they're now planning. You're right. This thing isn't smashed now. We'll be up against the worst band of outlaws the West has ever known. I'm going now, but I'm leaving Tonto to watch this hotel. He'll be around in case you want to get in touch with me. And if you should leave town, Tonto will follow your trail wherever you go. I'm glad to know that. Just remember this. If you do have visitors and they find out who you really are... You're a dead man. Big Taggart suffered many painful bruises from his fistic encounter with Harvey Preston. What was most embarrassing was the thought that he'd actually been whipped in a fist fight by a man much smaller than himself. Leaving the hotel, Taggart got his horse and rode furiously toward the hills. An hour's ride brought him to a well-hidden rendezvous. Here he reined the sweating horse to a halt, dismounted, and ran into the frame shack. Holy mackerel, Chief. What happened to you? Man, you look like you'd been sorting wild. Never mind that. You gents listen to me. What's up, boss? Anything wrong? No, something lucky for Shorty and Vance and Kramer there. What you mean, something lucky? Slick. There's a young sawbones in town, name of Harvey Preston. Doctor, huh? Well, that's fine. Reckon now we can get you Jasper's patched up right. Yeah. Although you don't deserve nothing for being so careless to let them birds on that freight wagon shoot you full of holes. We already explained that, Big. Those fellas saw us just before we got ready to crack down on them. I know, I know. Only next time, don't let the same mistake happen again. Slick, I want you to saddle up and go fetch that sawbones out here. See that he gets these boys patched up good. And then see that he stays here. Understand? Sure, boss. 
I know what you mean. I got a personal score to settle with that smart aleck. You mean the doc's the one that made you look like that? Never mind what I mean. Slick, you better get started. Yeah, sure. I'll go right now. Hey, boss. Come here, quick. What is it, Nellis? A bunch of riders heading this way fast. Riders? Yeah, they're engines, boss. It's that bunch of Apache, Slick. Once we got them guns for her. Must be 40 or 50 in that bunch. Yeah, and that's old Red Fox himself. Yeah. I don't know what's on his mind, but keep your eyes peeled, Slick. Red Fox, make powwow with Big Packet. Hiya, Red Fox. Light and loose your saddle a spell. <laughs> Red Fox, wait many moon for gun white man promise. No get gun. Why? Uh, had a little trouble there, Red Fox. Some of my men got shot up. That's why I ain't been able to deliver him to you. Red Fox not like white man tell lie. Now, listen here. Chief or no, Chief, don't you come riding into my place and start calling names. If you want them guns to blame fast, just lay down the money and take them yourself. We're gun now, Taggart. Yeah, they're all right. Don't worry about that. You got the money? Red Fox give money when white man give gun. Yeah, how do I know I can trust you? That's quite a bunch of men you got there. Red Fox have many more men close by. More men? You mean you brought... Hey, you riding with a war party, Red Fox? Red Fox have 500 braves in hills. What's that? 500? Hey, you must be planning something plenty big. Indian will own many fine cattle and horse. Apache be powerful tribe again. But first, warrior ride against pale-faced soldier. You mean you got 500 redskins ready to ride against the Wolf River outpost? Uh, now where you hide rifle and bullet. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. To continue our story, after the Lone Ranger had left the hotel in Canyon City, Harvey Preston checked over his medical kit. Finally, satisfied with the contents, he straightened up and snapped the bag shut. There. That's a pretty complete kit. Even to the six-shooter in the bottom with 45 caliber pills. Who's there? Hold up, Doc. Somebody's been hurt. Just a minute. Come in. What's happened? Uh, my name is Nellis. Slick Nellis. Fellow out to our place got hurt. Hurt? What with? How? You better come out and take a look at him, Doc. Oh, certainly, Mr. Nellis. But surely you can tell me what's wrong with the man. You better bring plenty of medicine or whatever you need. There's more than one. Oh. Should I bring some kind of treatment for gunshot wounds? You're a smart boy, Doc. Now hustle up and let's be going. Well, I'm not so sure. I don't want to get mixed up Maybe in... this will help you make up your mind. Ah, that gun doesn't leave me very much choice in the matter. By the way, how far is it to this place? Never mind asking so many questions. 
Just get your stuff and come on. Sure. My bag's all packed. Just a second. I'd better close this window in case it rains. Why bother with that? Hurry up. Come on, let's go. Right with you. And don't try anything going out of the hotel. Just act natural. Two horses right over here. You think of everything, my friend. Yeah. All right. All set? Let's go, Doc. Right. Get up. Get up. Hmm. Young doctor fella have visitor plenty sudden. Get him up, scout. Take that blindfold off now if you want to. Thanks very much. There's some pretty riled up hombres in here, so I wouldn't advise you to try any tricks. Don't worry about me. It's about time you got here, Slick. Yeah. Looks pretty young for a sawbones. You reckon he knows his business? He'd better know his business. That's all I got to say. If you men will stop talking get out of the way, I'll go to work. Yeah, here, get this man's shirt off. Somebody get busy and boil some water. Lots of it. Hey, who's this bird think he is, giving orders so free and easy? Shut up and do like the doc says. Now go on. Ellis, you've got two or three pretty bad cases here. These bandages are filthy dirty. There's real danger of infection. You're going to fix me up all right, ain't you, doc? I'll do the best I can. Now, be still. I'll have to sterilize this wound before it can be bandaged. I don't suppose it would be smart to ask how this happened. Just don't get too curious, Preston. You'll stay healthy. Tell your man to hurry up with... Ellis, why in the world didn't you tell me that these men were... Huh? What's the matter, Doc? Do you know what thrombosis of the... Uh, prompterosis is? Huh? Where's my bag? Quick. I only hope I brought some of those tablets along. Here. Here's your satchel, Doc. What's wrong? Ellis, this is a disease that I've only encountered once before in my career. Yeah? What happened, Doc? The patient died. Yes, a horrible death, too. Within oh, six hours. Died. And within four hours more, three of his friends died. Hey, what? What are you talking about? This man has contracted a very fatal disease uh, resulting from shock. Here, mister, open your mouth and swallow these tablets. Well, I... Uh, uh, oh. Shorty, you feeling that bad? I feel terrible, Slick. With that disease. Here, you swallow some of these, too. Thanks. You. Sure, Doc. Yeah. Did you bring plenty of them pills? Well, we'll soon find out, my friend. Uh, Alice. Yeah? It'd be a good idea for you to take some of these tablets yourself. Huh? Well, I ain't been hurt none. I know, but you've been exposed to every man here. Well, you, you mean it's catching? It certainly is. Here, swallow these, just to be on the safe side. Well, I don't know. I, I might take one. One wouldn't be enough. Take three or four. I guess if you say so. Yes. Here, take them quickly. Wait. Somebody's coming. Why, Big, what are you doing out here this time of night? What's a gun for? Well, I'll bring you some news, Slick. Some real news. This cannon is for your friend here, the doctor. Slick. I... Slick. Hey, what in the... 
Shorty just keeled over. Doc, what was in them pills you was handing out? Those were sleeping tablets, Nellis. Your boys won't bother anybody for quite a spell. Why, you low-down coyote. What kind of a sawbones are you? What's the idea? I huh? can answer that for you, Slick. Our friend the doctor here happens to be a Texas Ranger. What? Texas Ranger? Yeah, and that ain't all. This Jasper's in cahoots with a masked man that calls himself the Lone Ranger. But you mean that army that owns a big white stallion? Yeah, that's him. You see, Preston, if that's your name, that clerk down to the hotel happens to be on my payroll. Some people will take any kind of money, won't they? It didn't take much to get him to go through your luggage up there. What he found made him real curious. And he was right outside your door when that masked man came a-calling. Hey, look at Kramer, boss. He's gone to sleep with the rest of them. You got something in that satchel to bring him out of that? Yes, since you've got me, I suppose it makes no difference if they do wake up now. Well, then get busy with it. Whatever it is. I've got some special pills here somewhere in the bottom of my bag. This hadn't better be another one of your tricks, Preston. Because if these pills don't work... These we... pills always work, Nellis. They're 45 pills. Good medicine for bad men. Look out! You double-crossing tin star! You drop gun! Drop gun! Or me drop you. Good work, Tonto. Tonto, that's the Lone Ranger's engine pod. Go on your scheme and hide, Preston. You'd like to shut my arm off. Too bad I didn't. Tonto, let's get these men hogtied. Uh, out of time, plenty good. And not move for a long time. And these others in the bunk over here, uh, we'll wrap them up for safekeeping, too. Uh, we fix them. Well, yeah. looks like this cleans up a bad job. For once, the job is finished without help from the Lone Ranger. No, you plenty wrong. We need Lone Ranger bad now. But how? I'll count Tonto Scout back from camp here. Find big war party of Apache. Apaches? Uh, Way down here? Them have many new rifles, much ammunition. Me get close to camp, hear them talk war talk. Them riding to soldier camp on Wolf River. Wait a minute. Daggett, you sold those rifles to the Indians. I never... You can't prove nothing. Tonto, you're right. We do need the Lone Ranger, and we'd better hurry. Leaving the outlaws securely bound in their own shack, Tonto and Preston rode like the wind for the Lone Ranger's camp. Within a matter of moments, the masked rider of the plains had saddled the great horse Silver and was ready to ride. Then, do you think you can find that trail to the outlaws' camp from Tonto's description? I'm sure I can, sir. Good. Take Victor and ride as fast as you can for the sheriff. Tell him to get some men together and bring those killers into jail. All right. Anything else? Yes. Tell the sheriff that Captain Harvey Preston of the Texas Rangers will be in to take charge of the prisoners. Yes, sir. Come on, Victor. Hello. Captain and I are going to try to stop those Indians when they start for the garrison. But we may not be able to. And... Uh -huh. Keep many warriors in that party. I know, but it's a chance. What's your plan, sir? I'll explain it on the way. Otto, ride to the garrison. Tell the officer in charge that this war party is on the way. And to get his men out of that stockade. They'll never have a chance if they're caught in there. Uh -huh. Get him up, scout! Might be a good idea if the soldiers were to ride out on the trail and catch the Indians unawares. If my plan works, they'll never reach the garrison. Come on, Captain. Let's ride. The Lone Ranger and Captain Preston raced their horses along the canyon road, then up through the scattered sagebrush, along the slope leading to the summit of Big Stony Ridge. The first faint streaks of dawn found the two men laboriously prying with long poles into a great pile of rocks and boulders. It's getting daylight, Captain. 
We haven't made much progress. If we could only get a couple of these biggest ones started, bring an avalanche of stones down onto that trail. The pass leading out of the canyon is just narrow enough. Here. Let's both get on this pole and try to start one of these big boulders. Right. It's too big. Can't even budge it. Preston, listen. Yes, they're coming. Those Indians will be through the canyon before we... Before we can stop them. Heaven help those soldiers if we don't stop them. We haven't been able to move enough rock to block even part of the trail. Wait, give me your saddle rope. Here, Silver. Here, boy. Put our two ropes together. Throw a loop over that biggest boulder and let Silver pull while we pry with a pole. If it works, we'll start a regular landslide. Hurry, they're coming up to the canyon now. Here. There. Ready, Preston? It's our last chance. I'm ready. Silver, pull, boy. Pull hard. Now, Captain, heave. Pull, Silver. Harder. Pull harder. Look out. There it goes. Cut those ropes off. Go on, Silver. Move out. We made it, Captain. They're blocked. Yes. Thanks to that magnificent horse. I hate to think what would have happened if they'd got through the pass. There are enough redskins down there to massacre the garrison. Look down the slope, Preston. Here comes Tato and the soldiers from Wolf River. They're just in time to block the exit at the other end of the canyon. You fellas turned a mighty good trick. I reckon we owe our lives to you. So you're the Lone Ranger. I'm proud to meet you. Thank you, sir. This is Captain Harvey Preston on special duty with the Texas Rangers. How do you do, sir? How do you do, Colonel? We'll keep those varmints pinned up down there till they get ready to throw down the rifles. Your rifles, Colonel. Big Taggart made a deal with Chief Red Fox. Taggart? Why, that thieving polecat. He's more than a thief, sir. He murdered his own guard and driver to get those rifles for the Indians. So that's what your Indian friend was trying to tell me, about the Lone Ranger being out here trying to stop a bunch of Indians on the warpath. I figured our best bet was to ride out and meet them. We started right then. Colonel... I've got Taggart and his men prisoners. I wonder if you could arrange an escort to help me get them to San Antonio. Sure, Captain. It'll be a pleasure to help get that scoundrel into prison. And I want to say it's a blame good thing for all of us that the masked man here found a... Uh, where'd that fellow go to? Why, he was just here a second ago. <laughs>
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.